Hey and welcome everyone to another episode of the Journey Beyond podcast. Today marks actually episode number nine on our transformational journey that we are on together. Besides episode nine, we are actually introducing um, our very first female guest speaker today, Jenny Kaur. She is actually one of my dear, dear friends, and we go back, as with most of the people here on this podcast, for quite a while. And uh, we actually started out on our entrepreneurial journey back in 2016, where um, I have been traveling a lot of times to Barcelona, where I met her, and we spent some great time together building a company, building building teams, training, doing trainings, and really developing as humans. So we share a lot, a lot, a lot of past together, um, which we're super proud of. And uh, she has actually developed herself in the last couple of years in the field of coaching and woman empowerment coaching. So I'm super stoked and super excited for her to share her story, to share her path uh, from becoming you know, being stuck in Spain to moving all the way to the UK, starting a new life there, you know, becoming a serial entrepreneur to now enjoying a life in Bali. So with this being said, I really hope that every single one of you is gonna enjoy today's episode as much as I did. I hope you're gonna take some notes. And with this being said, let's dive right into today's, today's topic and today's interview with Jenny Core. Let's get it. Jenny, and we are live. Hello, Jenny. How is it going? Hello. Good, Han. How are you? Long time no see. Years no see. <laughs> uh, long, long time no see. I mean, me knowing a little bit uh, where you're tuning in from right now, it's it's so fascinating. It's like every single time I jump on a podcast with someone, for some reason, they're exactly in that moment when I'm talking to them somewhere on the other side of the world, right? I had... On the very first uh, interview episode, I had Daniel tuning in from Los Angeles, Hollywood. Now I have like some people tuning in from Luxembourg. And now, Jenny, I have you. And um, I guess where you're at right now is not some is not winter as we are experiencing here right now. So it seems <laughs> like you're somewhere in a place where it's warm. You're somewhere in a place where it's sunny. And um, yeah, wh where are you tuning in from right now? I'm in Bali, Indonesia. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, Jenny, you and me. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I mean, we go back already a couple of years, right? So we, we know each other now for, I suppose, like six years, six years as well, where we go back in the making. I mean, we our friendship started out, I think in 2016, 2017. Um, back, back in the times when we were working together, um, for a really cool time actually in um, in our previous business that we did together, uh, somewhere where I visited you a couple of times in Barcelona, Spain, where you are originally from, right? Um, Jenny, I mean, giving a little introduction. First of all, you're the first woman on this podcast, which I really love. Second of all, you're a person to me that is very dear to my heart. And uh, someone that, you know, we have been through for the time that we have spent together, we have been through like a big, big learning curve and like a path of growth that now looking forward, the, I would say two, three years that we didn't have any contact, we both elevated in our own way through our own means and into our kind of worlds that we have created ourselves. Um, with what I know of you, could you give the audience could you give a, give a little introduction to yourself who you are um and what you're doing in life and you know what brought you to bali right now yeah of course uh just doing some notes here um the audience a bit wow and the said i'm in bali so connection areas a bit on and off um but yeah well basically we met when i was still in Barcelona, Spain, because I'm originally from there, but then I moved to London, UK, and I lived there for the past five years. I'm still based there, but then life took a 360 turn, literally, like full circle. Like I met 
the love of my life, literally. Um, on LinkedIn, he was my competitor. And then we traveled Amsterdam, we traveled Paris. Uh, and then we just decided to, you know, move to the side of the world. And it's been the best decision I've made, apart from going to London, just because you also need an environment where you thrive, where you meet people. And because I have a special talent that every time that I'm feeling comfortable, complacent, it just love country <laughs> to challenge me again. So, yeah, that's only why I'm in Mali. <laughs> that's incredible. So, wh why don't you? I mean, you've you've been from a place where it's very sunny over to a place where it's very rainy, back to a place where it's super sunny. I think that's definitely an, an evolution, which is very nice to see because you had the best of both worlds. Um, I remember <clears throat> coming to visit you in Barcelona a couple of times per year was probably best of the best time that I had, um, you know, in, in my in my network marketing career, because every time I went there, I knew, hey, it's going to be sunny. Hey, there's going to be beach. Hey, there's going to be like great times to spend. Um, and every time I left to London to to meet my other business partners, I was always like, ah, I wish I could go back to Barcelona. <laughs> So that that is that is definitely a thing. Um, Jenny, tell me a little bit. Tell tell us a little bit about you know because I've mentioned briefly already that you are a woman empowerment entrepreneur, right? You've been working in the dig digital field over the last couple of years, and you have some really cool projects that you. I've mentioned briefly already a little bit about yourself that you have been working in the digital space for quite a while now, right? You are working in the woman empowerment space. You are a coach. You are a digital marketer at heart. Um, tell us a little bit about what you have been working on and what you have been doing in the past years. And, you know, what what brought you to Bali itself? What, what kind of like, what what is the thing? What is the thing that you are currently standing for in your life? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. It's going to be great. And you can tell. Um, I've been in the digital marketing space since 2016. We actually met because of it, right? And I think I started as freelance. I was a ghostwriter and I went into copywriting. But I started my agency in so advertising when I moved to London. And I just started getting inquiries for coaching at the time about how to hunt LinkedIn because it's a big channel that I used. Um, and I just coach people for free because it's like, okay, I'm not a coach. And it was that time that everyone was switching from agency to coaching, you know, like I'm just not a coach. Um, but then turns out that it has such a massive impact on the people that I coached and I rewatched it. So in 2022, I decided to, well, late 2021, I decided to do full switch to coaching. But I was still doing very like LinkedIn coaching, uh, corporate consulting, and it was very unaligned with what I was doing. I was I was doing great money, not gonna lie. But at the end of the day, it all you also need to be happy with what you're doing, especially if it's your business not your building. So early this year and year has been a this year has been interesting. It has been a movie. <laughs> Earlier this year, I, after some experiences, I decided to burn my business trip around. I was like, I had some bad experiences going on with clients. And I was like, am I really happy with what I'm doing? No, like I am not as aligned. Uh, sales also stagnated. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to burn this. Um, no matter how much money I'm making, I'm just going to burn it and rebuild it. And... That's why, that's how Women of Impact was born. And that's why I I just want to coach women and live the life they want to live through their online business because I feel like I'm living proof of that. And then Bali came into a picture because I met my partner and she was like, do you want to go to Bali? She was like, yes, I want Worrying whether it's winter, I want a place where I can thrive, where I feel free. And I don't know what it is about Bali, just have this healing nature. Uh, and you just thrive here. And that's what I've been, what I've been doing. 
A hundred percent. I can agree with you because I went uh, I went to skip the winter. I think it's called skip skipping the depression winter, right? Because uh, Europe is quite tough from time yes. to time, depending <laughs> upon where you are. Um, I actually went to uh, with a couple of friends beginning well in twenty twenty end of twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three. We actually went for three months to Thailand and we skipped the the Luxembourgish winter per se. And I think it was the best thing that ever happened because whenever you come back and people get out of their holes, out of their monk modes, because it's just been like really bad weather here, you just get back tanned, you get back with a vitamin D overdose, you just get back happy. So that's actually like a really, really cool thing that I love about <clears throat> being able to just be independent and be able to like kind of be this digital nomad that works from everywhere around, right? Um but that's amazing, Jenny. That's amazing to hear that what you kind of like the development that that you've been through. Um, you know, as on this podcast, what I love doing is I love getting into people's stories because I'm a storyteller at heart, right? And your story has definitely been one that has been very close to my heart because I've been there one when you said that you you wanted to go to the UK, you wanted to leave Barcelona, and like seeing and watching you develop over the last years has been like a really, really impressive, impressive moment to kind of like witness. And, um, you know, on this podcast, we we like to talk about stories, but we like to talk about the meaning and the, the kind of challenges, the path behind the story that has kind of turned you into the person that you are. So throughout your career, um, you've probably encountered multiple moments, right? Where you had doubts, where you had uncertainty of where you wanted to go. Um, you had maybe... Maybe even, I mean, maybe even you had thoughts of quitting. Um, how did you overcome these periods? How did you overcome these periods? And what did you learn from them along the way? Because eventually they brought you where you are. Um, that's a good question. I feel like before I answer that question, it doesn't matter what level of growth you're experiencing in your business. Um, you will always have that little voice as a like, Am I doing enough? Is this good enough? Am I doing the right thing? Um, and for me, like, it hasn't been a linear path. Like, I show a lot with making, making it work. Show a lot also finding my feet into the online space. Because then I realized, like, okay, like, you, you're working 12 hours a day, 16-hour days just to get off the ground. And then you at least for me i feel like i got sucked into building a business not the business i wanted to build but the business i was told to build and i feel like also because i needed money to make it and to survive because i was you not know, going back to barcelona i was like what is the thing it's not bringing money it's beginning when i started um so i had a lot of massive downs massive highs like i had months where my income stagnated i had months where my income went like burned to ground and i had months where i was like making twenty thousand, and it was never like i never had to feel like i made it and i don't think i will ever have that feeling that i made it because every time you will want to go to next level of impact so i don't feel like we will never get to i think point but for me i think now in the hillside, Lisa, I feel like for me, the darkest moments have struck me the most because I don't think I would even be here in this podcast or in Bali. It wouldn't have been for that because I probably would have just kept going, building something I was not sure passionate about building instead of like just like today's a hard stuff and we're like okay is this let's assess is this what you really want to do that was this aligned with the life you want to build um and i just went from there and there were some days that i felt like quitting but then i just remember this quote by alex formosi which i'm sure we're all familiar with he said this is what heart feels like and this is where people most of the people quit so if you're getting to this point and you're quitting you're winning um that's something that just kept me going <laughs> and a good a good a good friend circle as well but well that's basically what what i've been what i've been doing yes i, fu I fully agree with you and i love what you said in the beginning because that that has been a very big point for me in 
in my personal path as well, is that in the beginning, we were kind of pushed to do certain things because we we were deemed, they, they were deemed to be the right fit for us, right? They were deemed to be the right um, business to get into, the right path to follow because it maybe entangled the money game into it and it, it promised you a lot, right? But if you're young and you just want want to make or to build yourself a career, to build yourself a business, you follow the money first. And I think that has been my biggest learning lesson along the way over the last seven, eight years is that every single time I wanted to follow the money, the money led me into a place where I didn't feel like I am myself anymore. The, every single time I wanted to follow the opinions of other people that they were trying to tell me what I should do and why I should do this, Every single time I followed their opinion, I found myself in a place a couple of months, years later, where I was dissatisfied, where I felt so off and so not myself at my core. And the funny thing is, I think that change happened actually the end, well, beginning of this year, end of last year, where I truly cut myself off of everything, where I thought, am I in this for me or am I in this for anything else apart from me? And... Let it be cryptocurrencies, let it be e-commerce, let it be like so many different things where I always said like, okay, guys said, dude, if you follow this path, you know, this will bring you X, Y, Z. And I thought, well, maybe I want X, Y, Z, right? Maybe I want this. Maybe I want the, the, the chill life without like having to work really hard for it. And I understood uh, beginning of this year too that, hey, actually, um, what if I just cut everything out? What if I just take a little bit of time for me Maybe if I, what if I take like my, my Bali time, but just like here in Luxembourg for myself and just asking myself the right questions of what do I want from life? What am I good at that I can provide value in? Like in which way can I provide value to the world? Well, maybe other people can benefit from it and I can still feel myself. And um, this brought me then finally to the realization that literally there is nothing in the world that, that people can offer to you that would give you the sense of fulfillment apart from the sole thing that you could be doing that like you know comes from the heart that comes from the soul that gives you this feeling of resonance whenever you approach it whenever you do it right so and i have the same i have the feeling now with the, this podcast i have the feeling now with like the one or two other projects that i'm doing aside that are that sprung from myself that sprung from my core um so i fully agree with you and i think it's a really really beautiful uh, beautiful path that you just described because it does take time and it does take like some struggles, right? It does take quite a process to build yourself. Um, how it would takes, you say? I would like, say, I would add to, oh. <laughs> sorry, continue, continue, please. Yeah, we're a bit delayed because I live in the future, I think. <laughs> um, and I would also like to add to that point, it takes, a lot of ripping yourself apart in the sense of your identity because who you are right now it's not the person that's gonna fulfill what you're trying to do so for me it's like a massive identity shift in all areas as a woman as a friend as a daughter as, as, a, as a sister um as a granddaughter as a business owner like it takes that identity for you which at the beginning is not clear but, you know, there's uh, a quote in the Bible where it says, like, God doesn't open paths to those that cannot walk through it, right? So it, it's just there for you to browse. You just need to literally break yourself down so you can, like, build what you're supposed to build, what you're called to build, and just build that identity as you go, but knowing that the path is for you to walk through and that's your belly in sure way that is such that is such a beautiful saying i i had on my very first podcast daniel and daniel and i we go back for quite a while too you know he goes back to the actually you you met daniel remember my birthday yeah, when we came he, to barcelona, barcelona daniel yeah, yeah yeah exactly like you I met him you. there mm-hmm. exactly and daniel <laughs> and i um we have we have spent a lot of time together this year because he has been my coach throughout like my my dark times and he's a man of god right he is a, a bible studier and the the verse yeah. you just mentioned the verse you just mentioned has literally made the single most impact on me within the last 10 months 
because this is exactly what he told me and it gave me a big realization about myself where only those who are willing to change from the heart and are willing to like take the risk, who are willing to take a leap of faith into a direction that is unknown to them, doors will open to them. Doors in ways that you would never, you couldn't possibly imagine that there would be those type of doors, right? And walking through those doors and accepting that kind of faith, that that path into it, leaves you with a lot of confidence, leaves you with a lot of like love and appreciation for everything around you. So I highly resonate with what you're saying in that sense. And so my question to you right now, because I, I love already that we're getting into the topic of identity, right? The topic of identity is something that I've been dealing with over the last couple of episodes quite a lot because everyone that gets on here and all of the single episodes that I do focus essentially on this single point. How do you define who you are? How do you find out who you are? And how do you define the process of going from the person you were to the person that was struggling to the person that is finding its resolve to the person that you are today? And who do you want to become in the future, right? So throughout this process, what were some things, like some breakthrough moments that you had? Some tips, quotes, tricks, implementation techniques that you learned that made all of the difference for you to decide the path that you wanted to go in? Yeah, it's such a great question. I don't think there is like one thing, but it's like a sequence of things. The first one is you really need to lose who you are in order to find who you truly are. Like, especially the biggest identity shifts have happened when I was in mobilist. I'm an artist. Like back in back in May, I I, I did like a twelve thousand dollars cash week. And I was just on top of the world. Like, oh yes, like, I love this, you know. But I wasn't feeling like that was chill chill who I am in my core. Like I wasn't feeling like this is like good, you know? So it's a balance act. You lose some, you win some. And then I I after that, and after a sequence of things, unfortunate things happening, which now are a blessing in disguise, I just decided to burn my business to the ground. I decided to go, okay, I'm going to lo- lose all the income and all the things that I build because I need to. I need time to just cause and reflect and assess and then rebuild from there. Like I'm not starting from scratch because I have all these skills. I built a six-year business, but this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So for me, something that helps me every single day is self-concept. Who are you the person that you, are that you see? Are you the person you see you, you are every day? Who is Jenny when she is at her lowest? Who is Jenny when she is at her highest? That should be the exact same person. Because principles on change if you're sticking to your core and your values. So for me, it was like every day, it's like, okay, like today I'm going to like stick to a gym routine. I'm going to stick to a work routine. Uh, I'm going to try and find how can I serve like my clients, how can I best bring my gifts to a world. And then by just a sequences of also feeling and healing because healing doesn't happen without going into those deep, deep, dark night of the soul kind of thing moments when i realized like i am made to impact women like i come from a single mom we couldn't even like afford groceries like i would just get to to the grocery store which is like grab some stacks and she was like just leave them there and we can we can do that <laughs> right now um so and i work with a lot of women that are like single moms or in their late 20s that they just don't know why they're not growing but listen so the person that 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 it's going to take you there it's not the person you ever know um so self-concept who are you for it what are your core true values and how does it feel to actually achieve that thing that you're true one to achieve because for me that when i made my first 20k as any one mom i didn't feel any different i was feeling very I was still feeling miserable because I was like, okay, now I have this money in a bank. I just don't feel anything. I was down. And I and that happens when you're just not 
truly serving from a place of purpose and from a place of like this is what I'm supposed to do. Um, so it's been a, a, a sequence of every single day feel like working on your self-concept. Who's Jenny? Like how does Jenny serve? How does Jenny build a business? How does Jenny run a business? And just come from that place. How the, does Jenny deal with bad situations? How does she celebrate wins? Don't matter, doesn't matter what things they are. And that's how you build an unshakable identity, um, which is obviously going to transcend. Because another thing that I've noticed, especially now that I'm fully like into helping women make it happen, I've noticed that they just don't buy into transformations or they just don't buy into coaching. They buy into their identity, which is going to get them the transformation they want. That's what they're buying. They're just buying their new identity. Um, that is and beautiful. Yeah, help them down that the, is so beautiful. Down the path. But it's true. And I'm very sure, I'm 100% certain that you will do this in a beautiful way because only seeing like the development of how you speak and what you've been going through gives me the reassurance that you will make it you will leave a great impact in a lot of women out there because you've walked the past you walked the path and you're very good at deconstructing and reconstructing the path for them right i think that is something incredible um that i can definitely account to your skills and i like i said i fully agree with what you're saying the identity is at the core of who you are and until you don't know where you are right now you need to figure out a point a I think a lot of people fail already at figuring out your point A, where you are right now. Because usually they're too much in the past. They're living too much in the future. They're not taking the lessons from both and incorporating it in understanding who am I right now? Like, who is this Jenny? Let's be very honest. Or who is this Tim? Let's be very honest about myself. Like, what are some things that I'm good at? What are some things that I'm not good at? What, how has my path, uh, my past looked like? I mean does take a certain amount of energy and time if you really want to go into your past. And I think your past sh your past should be an indicator of who you are today, but it shouldn't dictate who you are today. Because I believe that if you go through a certain period of healing and a certain period of like trauma reflection and trauma resolvance, you, you can actually learn about, you know, the things, the paradigms, the, the, the kind of like program that you have been built with as you were younger. And you just need to understand that it's there <clears throat> because the moment you are aware of it, you have the power to change it. And the moment you have the power to change it, you just have to learn certain implementation techniques to move from, okay, this is the Jenny that didn't have any money to, you know, get snacks because there was just not the financial means to, and this has been your identity. This has been who you thought you were, how you thought your, your upbringing was. And then breaking through or breaking away from this um, concept does take energy and it does take certain action steps to move forward. It does set, it does take self-reflection. It does take your, you know, your personal concept of who you are and establishing yourself. I mean, for myself, I have been through the same thing, right? I come from a loving family, a single mom. There has been that money aspect, right? There has been that, that's, you know, just a normal standard of living for Luxembourg has been there. Um, but there were other things that I was struggling with, right? There were things that that father figure in my life was just never there. And it left me with a lot of un unanswered questions in my life. And until I was actually 25, I wasn't able to ask those questions to that person who was supposed to answer them for me. Because everyone else that answered them for me I was like, well, yeah, okay, that's very vague what you're saying. And I know you're trying to make me feel good about myself, but that's not what I want to hear, right? And actually only until three years ago when, you know, my coach at that time actually pushed me into, you know, doing the thing that I thought I would never do, confronting that father figure that was never there and actually asking, being able to speak out questions that I always had inside of myself and that made me who I am, that's not confidence very self-unaware, um, lacking a lot of self-love, being like an outer shell that always wants to perform to get external validation, but not really has any intrinsic feelings. <laughs> yeah, right? And not having any intrinsic feelings to that matter. Not being able to, like, 
always needing to perform, always needing to prove to the world that you're enough because you have this feeling of inadequacy inside of you. And being able to ask or tell that person into his face, I mean, not a lot of people get the chance to, unfortunately, but I was very fortunate where I was pushed into a decision to confront that father, to confront that figure, right? To go on a walk with him, to actually tell him unfiltered what I felt, how I felt, what I've been going through, what were some... Like what were some really tough times, like how he traumatized me without even being there, right? And only by resolving that, being able to get the answers that you really needed, I grew so much. And I literally, I think it was the death of the old me. And it was kind of like the phoenix rising out of the ashes. To being able to be a new person and redefine yourself, I think is the biggest virtue that you have in this life. And you can do this every single day. It just takes one really hard decision and probably being the scariest decision that you ever did in your entire life because being able to skydive from like 10,000 meters is peanuts in comparison to facing your deepest and wildest trauma, right? So that's yeah. that's just a little rant from my side. That also manifests. Yeah. And I'm going to add to what you said that also manifests in business. Because, like, the amount of women that I get to talk to every single day, that they're afraid to charge where they work, they're afraid to invest in their business, they're afraid to speak up, like, be bold in the way they're marketing themselves, in the way they serve their clients, in the way they show up. All of this is due to lack of self trust in themselves. Doesn't mean that they don't trust me, they do, but I need them to trust themselves. And I always, that's one of the main things I also change within myself and within my business. I only work with self-led clients, which are those clients that they know what they're going. They know what their vision is. They trust themselves to get themselves there, but they need that self-trust. And that only happens, as you said, like when you change your identity, when you do that daily intentional hard work that not a lot of people are willing to do because it's very very tough and it's not nice and you're also confronted with your deepest fears and they they manifest in all areas of life business which is one of the main ones because it's a mirror right they manifest in relationships they manifest in how you deal with all all of that stuff so i feel like that's very very good and and it's also very true like you have to die to prepare the greatest version of yourself just like for example with business sometimes you have to bring it to the ground to build bigger better and then you're like oh well now sales are happening forlessly like they feel more because i feel more because i'm doing what what i was always supposed to do because i have skills that i can apply within my business and help these people out and also coming from a place of service because it's service what we're doing. Um, and I feel like service doesn't happen at a big scale if you don't serve yourself first and take care of those areas that, need, that you need to take care of. So that is a big, big, massive point that you made there. And I feel it's so true. And living in this void of time and space where time is relative, but it's always running. Sometimes it f- seems to run faster than usual. Sometimes it seems to run like slower than usual. In this void of time and space where um, everybody wants to make it nowadays. Everybody wants to achieve this place where they're just happy. They have all of their needs met. They have, you know, that financial independence. They have that kind of business that they want to build. They have this this grandiose future that they see that that is being portrayed through social media, mostly, mainly. Um, <clears throat> I think with this, with this task comes like, a big responsibility of being able to, excuse me, a big responsibility of being able to manage expectations, of being able to manage the kind of a level of expectation that people have towards life nowadays. Because it seems it seems very simple when people, like certain people pop up on social media, right? And all of a sudden they're there. And all of a sudden they're getting all the attention, all the success, and you're just like, wow, okay, so it's really that easy. It's really that simple. I just have to find the thing and then just pop. And then all of a sudden I'm all over the place. I'm making like hundreds of thousands of euros and then I made it, right? But being able to, because you know you know where I'm getting with this, right? Being able to calm those people down because 
we have been through a similar path right now where we realize that this success that we see on social media is not real. It is not real to the extent where those people have usually been working for 5, 10, 15, 20, sometimes even a Gary Vee, like for 30 years in the making of like, nobody saw them. Everybody deemed them as like an idiot for trying this. And all of a sudden, at this one moment, after 25 years, they pop, right? So it's, I think I heard this beautiful quote a couple of days ago where it says, like the meaning of life is being able to enjoy the process and being able to enjoy every little downfall that you have because these downfalls are, def uh, are definitely the stories that you will be telling in the future in the making, like how, how you became the person that you are today. So I think in being a coach, in being an entrepreneur, working with clients, working with women from all over the world, because I definitely want to get into that a little bit as well, I think it's important to manage the expectations, to say that it's better to take 10 little steps and appreciating, learning, reflecting, intro introspective working around each step rather than taking one big one, but not really knowing why and what happened in between, right? And, it, and it's also the... Sh the, the the part there's a key word there should i get a, a lot of that was also me i get a lot of uh conflict women say like i should be there right now okay so first of all who says you should be there and, and where's there like for example i just i started working with a, a business coach she's been in business shorter than me like she's been this for four years now for three years now for three years now just making multiple sales figures i feel longer in business than her so i sh therefore should be there already no who says i should be there who says some other person should be there who's wh what's a should it's like oh i should do this today i should work on this so like no you get to work on this but what it's like removing all the should be and just focus on like okay i'm here right now What's it going to take for me to get from point A to point B or from point B to point C? The problem is when your expectations don't match your reality, then you're disappointed because you are in point A and you want to go to point C or point D without getting to point B and C. Because people say you should be there. People say that you should earn multiple several figures. You should get married in your 20s. You should have children before your 30s. What, what's a should? Is it, is it your, that's why I say like, is it your way? Should, you should build a business like this. No, like the principles apply, of course. Like you need to be great at marketing. You need to be great at sales. You need to be great at, at, at psychology for sales. But who says that you should be there? Who says you should have a six variables right now? Because if you don't have it, it's because you haven't learned the things they need to be there. So there are no shoulds. There's all like, I get to do this and I know I'll get there because success is inevitable if you'll quit but you need to remove the shoots because that's not serving you so jenny now now that i have the opportunity of having you on this interview um i want to benefit from it a little bit and i think <clears throat> i want to i want to use some of your time and your knowledge and your experience could you lay out to let it be women or men because i think we have both types of listeners on here if you want to address only to women, that's totally fine by me. But could you give give them a little bit of your coaching structure of, you know, what are some of the basic steps right now? Like some people are listening to this and they're wondering, all right, this sounds all good, but where do I start from here? Like what are some of the what are some of the the basic steps that I should be taking to un to like discover my point A, to know what my point B looks like and to know what I can even expect from a point C. Can you give me a little breakdown, some little nuggets that you want to share that you can share in uh, your ability of, you know, being on here, um, what some people can actually take from this call today? I guess you really live in the future, right? Like in Bali right now, you're eight hours ahead. Maybe the transmission takes a little bit to arrive there. Um, my, my, my question was, you know, from you being a coach now for women empowerment, you know, we have most of the time we have both listeners here, you know, men and women. In your capacity as a coach, what would be some of the starting blocks that you could tell people right now 
where they connect, how they can actually start to understand where they're at, know where they want to go, and in the process, enjoy, you know, becoming or building this identity for themselves. How would you, what would you tell, what would you tell to people right now, how to start? I would just answer it. You, I'm going to answer you with question um i always ask them this is the person you are right now supporting where you're going because we always attain a certain level of growth uh, as an income of revenue months to like the technical stuff yes of course we need to have the right system in place to experience that growth but is a person that you are today able to hold the growth that you want in your business? Because if you're not there, it means that, and you might have all the skills, because I've been there. So I'm talking from experience here. You might have all the skills. You might, um, there's people that know way less than us, making way more than us. Why is that? It's because they're smarter than us, it's because they're better than us. It's merits, yes, but it's because they can hold that level of growth and success within themselves like i would i wouldn't be able or, or i i wouldn't be able to for example close 100 key mods just yet because i'm not that person that hold, that has that wealth capacity just yet so for a lot of and this was for women and men doesn't matter but for a lot of us it's like who am i today what am i doing to get me to that point because a lot of people, they they see hiring help or getting a coach as a 911 call to save their business or to get to next level. What's the secret sauce? What's the key? There is just no key. There's no secret sauce. They've just been either doing what you're doing for longer or they have pulled themselves to a higher standard that you hold yourself to. That's really harsh. To hear that you're just not that person that will, you know, get the success that you want, but that means that you need to work on it every single day. Like, am I doing the actions that will be there? Am I already behaving like a 16 year old, 16 year old to 17 year CEO? I also, am I the CEO of my life? I am making decisions that will get me towards what I want in life, that everything gets very, very good. Am I might be in that person? Because it's just not one area of life, and it's just business and everything. Um, and also, it's, it's this thing like, am I able to trust myself to get the success I want? Because a lot of people, when, when they ask for a hub, when they try a higher coach, anything, they just don't trust themselves. So they can get the best coach, but they won't get results if they don't trust themselves and what they are doing. Um, so that is a big thing. That's what I would say. That's a, an advice I would give. That is beautiful. Understanding the understanding about the person who you are today and understanding that the person that wants to achieve a certain goal needs to be a certain way and trying to establish where you are in this process of becoming this person. I think that's a very good approach. That's a very, very nice approach. What would you think? What would you say? Um are some aspects that people need to start doing because I'm, I'm a big proponent of the four areas of life um, the four areas of life that you know help maintain and help promote the growth to the goal where you want to go right for me my four areas are definitely my physical really. which is like the first layer I take care of on a daily basis because if I feel good Physically speaking, if I move my body, if I get energy to move, emotion starts usually to stabilize for me, right? If I don't move and I have days where I don't do exercise, my emotions are like all over the place. Like it's energy stuck somewhere in my body that is not in motion due to exercise. So that's my first layer. So exercise is something that I practice on a daily basis. I work out every single day to just stay in shape, feel good. And I supplement usually like the top of the notch supplementations to stay healthy. My second layer then is my mental. Because your mental, your, your mental can't function properly if your physical is not good. So my second layer is actually my mental. Because if my physical 
is in a good state, my my mental usually um, works with it, right? It's it's all about the balance that you have between your mind and your body. Then comes so so. What do I do to train my mental? Is I read and I try to educate myself every single day. I think that is like a super important thing that we we all have in common. We need to <clears throat> learn what kind of skills we need in the process to be of becoming that person. So then. Step number three or my third layer is then usually my emotional side. Like how am I feeling today? How am I, how are my emotions? Because usually emotions are a great indicator for things that are unresolved, things that are stuck and um, things that need attention. Because if you don't feel good about a certain topic and you feel like there, there is something in the process of me trying to like work towards a goal where I don't feel good, I feel that there is some level of resistance, there is some level of unresolved things, my body usually responds, right? So even if your mind and your your body is healthy, um, if your emotion, if your emotional state is not where you want it to be, that's usually where you need to put some attention because then the rest will follow along, right? And my fourth layer is then my spiritual self. Like how... How is my connection to myself? Am I worshiping my soul? Am I working on developing, on experiencing as many things as I can possibly um, experience in this realm of the physical that you know we are here to experience? We are literally spiritual beings living a physical existence. So how is my connection to myself? How is my connection to God? How is my connection to you know, the entire universe, the nature around me? Am I respecting the nature around me? Am I respecting the people who are close to me? Am I like respecting my connection with God? And only if all of those four layers are working together, I feel like I'm truly on my path. I feel like I'm truly living my purpose, not figuring it out, but living my purpose of, you know, just taking everything in this time, this game, this reality has to offer and then implement it, right? So I don't know how you how you feel about this. If you have a similar um, a similar way of looking at your life, but how how would you describe it for yourself? Like, what are some areas of your life that you do, or what are some um, like habits, daily methods? What are some areas that you focus on the most? Yeah, I mean everything you've said. Like, agree with. It's not just one area; it's everything. But for me. It's two, it's, two, it's two key things that I attribute my success or what, whatever success means in life. And now I'll also have the courage to, you know, wear my history around rebuild it again without fear. First one is learning how to say no, which sounds very easy, but it's not. Learning how to say no to to, to people pleasing no to if like you have boundaries if someone is stepping over those boundaries just say no and it doesn't matter if it's a family member if it's a friend if it's a partner if it's a client learn to say no but also learning to say no means saying yes because we cannot like i'm going to tell this quick story i was holding on last year i was holding on for dear life to this client uh, that was paying me money every single every single month. Um, the contract was around 4K or so for the year. So it wasn't really good. And I enjoyed working with them so much. They were having good results. But I had a session with a, with, with a mindset coach back then, a life coach. And she she was like, Jenny, the next level growth is on the other side of letting this kind go. So I was very, very upset because like, what do you mean? This is like the only big big client I have like that would mean like losing 80% of my income I cannot let this client go and she's like you were trying she was also very god faith driven right so she was like you were trying to open a door with a key that's not yours so you can keep trying opening that door she's not gonna open so we're like okay so three weeks later I lost that clan um, because, you know, they, I, I just, I just let the client go. 
And it was really, really scary. It was real scary in my business because I, w- I also, two of my other clients, like, they just stopped working with me because they were just, you know, shifting their business, stopping their business. And that was fine. So then I, I went from, I don't know, 4K income at the time to nothing. I was like, okay, okay. I feel like that's one of those moments where, where my mindset coach was like referring to you. So then by that time, I was, I was saying no to everything that was just not serving me for a pretty good and I was not making me a better businesswoman, have a better business. And then in 10 days, I signed a 20,000 fund and they just paid in full. So, in ten, so I went from from holding on to that, to to saying no to that, losing that, to closing a 20,000 fund and it took seven days. For them to say yes and then them sending the money and i was like hold on a second so if i say no more to things that don't serve me it just opens finally the door to all the abundance to everything right so now i get people wanting to work with me like i'm sorry but i don't think this is going to be great fit. or for example when a family member wants to talk with me and i just don't have the balance like i'm sorry i just can't I just, I'll, I won't be able to serve you right now. So saying no has brought me here. And another thing, a big, big thing, which comes out to when, when which is uh, linked to your identity, is to generally sit with yourself and ask yourself, like, if you want to make some fear, I just sit and just sit with myself. I'm like, do you deserve making 50K a month now? Like right now, the person you are? And, you know, I got very, very, like, honest with myself. And I was like, no, you don't deserve that. That's why you don't have it. Do you deserve to have a seller of business in a year, two years from now? Well, right now, I'm not that person, so I don't deserve it. So that is a very, very big thing. Like, do I deserve to have the thing I really want to have? No, because I, I'm still not I'm that person. Do I deserve to have very key months? Yes, of course. I am that person. And I think it's with like my my hand in my heart. But the thing is, and it's like a big thing when it comes to life and business and also relationships, like every single aspect of life, just also with your dream body, everything. Do I deserve to have the dream body I want? Right now, no, because you're not a person. Do I deserve to have the success I want or the relationship I want? Right now, no, because I'm not a person. And it's the skill and ability and courage to just sit with yourself, ask yourself this question, and be honest with yourself. Then it's truly, truly hurt you. And then you realize, like, a lot of things that you have, you need to become better to get to next level of growth. Because you won't have them until you become that version of yourself. So that would be two of the main things that got me to where I am now because now I can tell you like I have a dream relationship with Bruce Bonnet do I deserve it? yes I do do I deserve to be in Bali? yes I do I work so hard for this do I deserve to have the business I have? yes do I deserve to have the friendships I have? oh yes because I work here a single day on it but the next level of growth I don't deserve it yet because I'm not that person yet therefore I'm not doing the, the actions that that person would do yet that's why, you know, I'm in this position now, which is a blessing. Um, and God will not, will never give you what you want. He will give you what you need. So you realize and you ask yourself these questions and they're like, okay, yeah, time to, time to work on, on those things. 100%. And the ways in which God works are usually, like they're, they're so mysterious, but they're so great. Um. I always run by that quote where um, this pastor says that, you know, God never gives you, like you just said, God never gives you what you want. God usually gives you the opposite of what you want to make you understand and appreciate the experience of what it takes to get what you want, right? So for example, if you want, if you want success, if that's really what you want, if this is something that you are from your core on um, like craving for, God won't give you success right away. 
God will give you difficulties along the way to turn you into the person that then easily can attract and create success. If you want love, and if you're looking, like if you ask God for love, love will not give, uh, God will not give you love right away. God will probably give you a couple of shitty relationships, a couple of shitty partners, <laughs> a couple of shitty um, like moments and hardships to deal with to first of all understand that you don't need love for the sake of love, but you like from other people, but you need love from yourself to yourself, right? And you only learn that throughout the hardships. So, and that's how God works. So I really, really, really loved what you said about the ability to say no and the ability to decline things. Because a lot of time, if it doesn't feel right, like you probably knew with that client as well, that that client is not good for me. That client is not the right client for me. Like I don't really want to keep that client, but I'm so stressed about the income. Like how am I going to pay my bills? Like how, how am I going to find another client like that? Like there is so much attachment usually to the, the mundane things that we kind of forget what we're really in it for. And we're not like essentially, yes, we're, we need money to have a certain standard of living, but money is usually not the thing that we're in it for. The, what we're in it for is usually the impact, is usually the value that we can provide, is usually the love that we can give to other people, the love that we can give to ourselves, the best version of ourselves that we get to craft within the making, um, to travel around the world and experience different cultures, the ability to have good friendships, to have bad friendships, to discern what is like right and what is wrong. Um, like this is these are all of the elements that what we really crave for, but they usually, and I hate to say that, unfortunately, in our in our monetary system, in our capitalist system, these things are seem like trivial because everything society portrays in a certain way is success. You need money. You need independence. You need the Lamborghini. You need the gold chains. You need the bling bling, right? But bling bling and all of that crap won't give you happiness. They give you satisfaction. They give you maybe a short-term, um, short-term dose of dopamine, a short-term dose of adrenaline because all of a sudden you get attention. But they do not give you fulfillment, not at all. Because, yeah. And just to add what you said about money, like. We, we've all built things because of money because at some point, especially when you're getting started, you just, the first fine you see or the first 2000, your bank account, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm into a world. But I've seen it. Like I built a business purely for money when I was getting started just to bring it around because it was not making me happy. So now I'm building a business that obviously we don't do this for uh, the love of God, right? But we do this because we want to make a living sharing, serving people with with our skills and our gifts but at the same time we have a vision that's our purpose and if you want to build the six figure or seven figure of course there is some financial part of it but it's more of your vision and mission that gets you there it's a purpose it's the coming from a place of i'm not going to sell this many spots it's less than less going to play the how many people how many women in my case can i impact can i help get there can i help them get there with my service with my services because for me every woman that i don't work with that i don't get to help is or because they just don't know what i do or because like you know i just don't sell from who i am from my core identity and values it's one, it's one where women that doesn't get to build the life they want, that don't get to experience what they want, that don't get to fulfill their purpose. So I just see it like that. It's like it is my duty to make sure that these women get there, and that's how everything changed. And that's when money flows because money is just energy. And the more we try to hold on to it, the less we get. And it's not about holding on to it. It's just. How can I make sure that I keep putting my gifts and my skills out there every single day so people know about it and I can help people change their trajectory in life? How can I make I help them make an impact? Because business is an impact, right? So just using that for the greater good and using what you've got 
work with what you've got so you can get to a place where it's like yeah this is what i was envisioning and i'm so glad and grateful that i i got here so what's your message to all of the women out there and why should they be working with you my message to all the women out there um to also anyone is to just jump jump you don't need it, it doesn't matter if it's if there's not like a net at the end like not jumping is not progressing like if you know that you're meant for one if you don't build the business that you were told to build that's not a big one build the business you want to build and the rest will follow and also for me is not investing into a good support system means not progressing and there's so much more to life than just like hassle and grind doing one with the other business. You don't need to work 12 hour days. You don't need to exhaust yourself to burn out, to build something great. You just need to know what your core values are, what's the identity that you want to build, build that every day, and just self trust. Because, like, I, I am living proof. Like, four years ago, a year ago, I was just on my apartment floor just crying because I just, you know, let go of this 4AK con. Well, like, I turn the tables and I rebuild three times. So it's all about having that courage and that self-trust and you, you will get there if you're willing to be honest with yourself and do the right thing and do that consistently. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful, Jenny. And I'm honestly, I am so proud of the person that you have become. And I think you can be really proud of yourself as well. Aww, you, you, you can be really <laughs> proud of yourself as well of the person that you have become. I mean, I've, I've not been there throughout the entire process. So I obviously don't know everything that you have gone through. But like <clears throat> going back to the conversations that we had back in Barcelona, like a couple of years ago, and looking at the person you are today, there is worlds in between. So I am so happy for you and I'm so proud of you because you are definitely you are definitely working your own magic. You are discovering your own path and you're discovering your own song, your own tune and just working on it. Wow, I think a lot of women out there will be so, 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 so happy working together with you and discovering their own tune, their own Jenny-ness, right? And I think every woman out there should discover their own Jenny-ness because... <laughs> like Jenny is <laughs> Jenny is definitely doing an incredible incredible job at this I think we are I mean you you mentioned in the beginning that you have around one hour so I think we are slowly co should come to an end right now um, Jenny I have well first of all share with the audience where they can find you how they can get into contact with you and um, you know what what's the if what's what's the kind of Rec um, not recommendations, but requirements of working together with you. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Jenny. I don't know if you'll my link it somewhere. I will link it. Uh, Jenny Core. I will link to, it. Like, to, yeah, Jenny Core. They can get in, uh, in contact with me there. Um, and actually launching a 90-day mastermind uh, called Women of Impact, where I just help them get to consistent 10,000 months. Uh, through, you know, my magic, <laughs> my secret sauce. Your jettiness. And for me, the women that are, yeah, <laughs> for me, the women that I work with, as I said before, are self-led. They trust themselves and trust that they can get there. Um, they're not afraid of investing in themselves and in the growth of their business. And if they are, they do it anyway. Uh, they have skills and gifts in the way that they serve uh, their clients and the world. And they're all about making, growing their income, growing their business, growing their impact. So if they are eager for that, and they can work with me. I can work with them. Uh, I'm all about helping women win. So that's cool. And I hope people will do that as well. Um, I will definitely link up anything, uh, like how how to get into contact with you. I mean, if even if you have like a business mail, um, how they can reach out to you because I think a lot of Woman, you should go out there and you should work with Jenny because she's an incredible human being, right? <laughs> um, okay, Jenny, last question. A question that I ask every participant as kind of like the the final the final thing before we let it off. Um, okay, Jenny, what is one piece of advice 
that you wished you knew earlier that you can give to your younger self right now and hopefully other people out there can benefit from as well that you wish you knew earlier and that is kind of like made all of the impact for you it's more of a i would say a quote uh or a phrase you've got this doesn't matter how many struggles obstacles Marcus nice of this all you go through. No matter how many heartbreaks, no matter how many business failures you go through, you've got this. You've always got it. And you're going to be fine no matter what because you're always fine. And you can do this because otherwise it wouldn't be put in this path if you would be able to do it. And just trust yourself and love yourself every day. I love it. 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 <laughs> Wow, Jenny, this was this was such a fun one-hour talk with you. Um, I hope we can do this in the future again because I love to run. I mean, we haven't even scratched surface on the person that you are today. So I, I would love to continue this on a later basis, you know, have a couple of talks along the way. Um, and I just wish you a lot of success along your journey and a lot of fun in Bali because I guess I hope you're going to be working a little bit right now. And after then... Um, you know, you're you're going to enjoy a little bit of the Bali world. So with this being said, um, thank you for coming on, Jenny. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and take care. And to all of you listening out there, see you in the next one. <laughs>